subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. And if you're new, welcome for the first time. We are incredibly excited to have you here. I'm Matt, he's Garrett. And if you are new and you want to learn a little bit about Ninja Selling, you're like, hey, what is this all about? You can head over to ninjaselling.com, learn more there. If you click on Ninja Coaching, you can learn more about what Garrett and I do to help people accelerate their businesses. And if you want to join a community of like-minded people, people who are veterans on the ninja path, people who are newbies on the ninja path, people who just want to share experiences together, learn from each other and grow together, head over to Facebook and search for The Ninja Selling Podcast to find our free, completely free community that you can join and participate in and grow yourself. Garrett, good morning to you, sir. Every time I hear you give that pitch, good morning, by the way, everybody, as every time I hear you give that that little our morning pitch, our little intro, in my brain, I go forward slash groups, forward slash, like <laughs> back when I used to do it, facebook.com slash groups slash the Ninja Selling Podcast. I'm so happy you let that go. Like it really, it's, it's a good thing. Okay, it's so not to get stuck on that. Um, I will also add good morning again. And I will say that um, for any of you that like, this is your first time hearing about Ninja and the podcast is your kind of opening space into this. I encourage you all go get Ninja Selling the book. Go get a copy of that uh, written by Larry Kendall. There's Audible. You can find it all over the place. But um, you can take our word for it uh, about ninja selling. We don't go in-depth into all the systems. We're not here to teach you through this podcast what ninja selling is. We kind of go around the outskirts of it and pull pieces in and bring it into the real day-to-day working life that a lot of you are going through. But if you really want to get your fundamental foundation with it up front, that book is the is the best place to go to right up front. So I just want to recommend that to everybody. Yeah. Well, good point. Good point, Garrett. And um, as an example, right, today's topic, what we're talking about, has nothing to do with tactics and strategies and things. It has to do with kind of the current state of how the real estate industry has evolved and how uh, we kind of got to accept this life that we chose yeah. to be in this industry. And what does that mean? And how do we also not just accept the quote life we chose, but build the life we want within this industry without getting trapped and sucked into the things that go along with what real estate is. So let's dive in. Well, we were kind of getting ready for this, Matt. It, it kind of took me down. And this is your, 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 you brought this kind of idea to the table here. You, we've talked about this a little bit off and on over the last month or so. And, and I think, um, this morning as we were getting ready for this, it really kind of like solidified with me that it, it, real estate's an interesting industry because in a weird way, we can get sucked into it where we're working 24-7. I know a lot of people that I, that I work with personally and especially when they're younger and they don't have a whole lot of commitments around them. They don't have family and kids and life going at a thousand miles an hour around them. It's very easy just to be like, I'm in real estate 24-7, all in, I'm going to do this. There's a middle ground in there where a lot of times we have a lot of other life that we need to figure out how to balance all this stuff out. And real estate is an incredible platform to balance a lot of your life and the things you want and being there for your family and being there for kids' events and all the stuff that you want to be supportive of. Real estate will allow you to do it. And I find those people get a very good regiment usually of like, I don't work past these hours. This is when my day starts. I take Sundays off. I don't work, you know, weekends is maybe appointment only. And then there's this other part 
And I'm experiencing this with a gentleman that I coach right now that he's in a place of his life where his kids are grown. He's living alone. And he's like back to 24 seven again. And he's trying to get control of it. He's like, ah, like I have no <laughs> reason not to work in the evenings. I have no reason not to work on the weekends. And I'm trying to regain control of this. And that's the first element I want to throw on the table. And then Matt, real quick, the second piece I want to throw on is that we have this incredible flip side of this also. And we see this through the holidays where we have family come to visit us, us being the realtor. And our family doesn't seem to understand that we actually have a real job. <laughs> they like come in and they're like, well, we're going to go to the zoo on this day. We're going to go to SeaWorld on this day. We're going to go to the coast on this day. We're going to go check out wine country on this day. And at some point, the real estate agent's going like, they won't leave. Like, they don't think I have a job that I have to be at. <laughs> I got to work. I have things I got to do. And we have this like weird double-edged sword of what this industry is. And I think, Matt, this is where it became really interesting as you brought this up of like understanding where we have our struggles, where we have our wins and why we have misunderstandings and why we fight with them all the time about getting control of all this. It's really kind of messy. It is messy. And I think we got to start with like, this is a 24-7 industry. Real estate doesn't doesn't stop, right? Like the financial markets, well, financial markets could be 24-7, but like the stock, the US stock exchange closes at a certain time, right? Yep. Stores close. Production facilities have shift changes that happen. Real estate's always on, always on, right? The internet's always on. That doesn't mean you have to always be on, right? But if we accept that that's what the playing field is, because I mean, we hear it all the time. Agents get upset. Why did that listing agent, you know, post that property that day? Why did they set the best and final deadline for that day? Those things are out of our control. It's a 24-7 industry and we cannot control that. We can only control ourselves. Same thing with, with family and the understanding of how people view us, right? I mean, that comes down to like, have we set up really the way that we want to run our business in a way that we can communicate that so people understand? Or are we still reacting to the industry and, oh, my family doesn't understand that when the phone rings, I need to go and take care of that. It's like, well, why did we set it up that way in the first place? Shouldn't we have a way so that when our family wants to visit wine country, we should be able to go? Unless we set the expectation that we're not going to be available for that because we are going to be working, right? But the flexibility allows me to spend some time with you in between appointments and things like that versus having to sit at a desk from nine to five, which is a huge advantage of this business. And this is where I think the challenge comes in is that nobody really sets the parameters. No. You know, it's like when when family's coming in, we're going to stick on that one for a second. When family's coming in from out of town for the holidays, we don't sit down and say, these are the days that I have to enjoy with you. I am going back to work on this day at this time. I am back in work mode. And we're this is this is how our our time's going to work while you guys are are traveling here and we're and you know, hanging out with us. We don't set that. We leave it open ended. We don't put any parameters on it. And that's the same thing as our working relationship with a lot of our clients, where we get so bent sometimes over, you know, they're oh they think they can call me any time of the night. I'm like, well, you answer every time of the <laughs> night too. Like, yeah. there's two sides to this. Yeah, it, there really is two sides. And honestly, Garrett, I, I see it getting a lot. Well, I'll say worse in the way. I mean, just working with people running, being a salesperson myself, a manager over the past eight years or so or whatever, and watching that evolution of people through coaching of, you know, in the 20 teens, 
this wasn't as much of an issue as it is now in the 2020s. And that's such a short period of time where that 24-7 aspect, now the pace of the 24-7 has picked up so much. And a lot of that could maybe be attributed to the lifestyle and work habits that changed throughout the pandemic in 2020. But I am concerned (laughs) for agents out there as we move forward, getting sucked into being a part of a workflow that they don't want to have. And the great thing is, is you don't have to be a part of that. Just because there are ways that people run their businesses doesn't mean that you have to run your business that way. Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays while every other fast food restaurant is open. And I heard the one state's actually trying to force them to be open uh, on turnpikes, I guess. But they're still doing great. Like they have an amazingly profitable business. Okay, are they losing business? Yeah, there are some days where I'm driving around on Sunday. I'm like, I want to get me some Chick-fil-A. Oh, they're closed, you know? And then I'm not going back for like another month because that was the day that I was thinking of it. It doesn't matter, right? Because they're building the business that they want to build. And as a realtor, you can too. And I hear in the back of my head, Garrett, all the people, but my buyer wants to go see houses on that day. And I'm getting the calls to go do this. And there's a whole lot more. Like we have a library of episodes that talks about helping to manage your business, set expectations, because that's all part of this. But the element of accepting that this is the way the industry is currently helps you, I think, Garrett, set expectations and decide how do I want to run my business? Well, and again, not to go deviate into all the episodes that we've ever done, but like that person that's out there going, well, how do you handle that right now, Matt? Like, well, as I said, there's all these different people at all these different stages of running their real estate business from the youngsters that got all the time in the world because they don't have any responsibilities yet, from the ones in the middle that have all the responsibilities to the ones that are on the later side of it that are without a lot of responsibilities again and just kind of doing the real estate again and back in the job. There is somebody out there that will take a referral fee to go take your buyers for that weekend, by the way. Let's just be real clear. Oh, for sure. Find somebody, a well-qualified agent to take somebody out, give you that freedom. And Matt, you taught, you held up a book a little bit ago when we were kind of getting ready for this, uh, Jocko's book, which it is uh, Discipline Equals Freedom is the name of the book. Matt was raving about it. I haven't read it read about it yet, but just the title alone. Like if you just think about that, that you know, here we are building this business. We we want to have control of it, but a lot of us don't have the discipline around it. And I think, you know, a lot of what I look at is like that person that wants that freedom, let's say, of the of the Sunday. We'll go back and use Les Schwab tires again. Les Schwab tires, as we've talked about it on previous episodes, are the people that I go to have all of the tires done. Matt was recently here and we were driving down the road. He goes, Les Schwab tires, like there's there it is. I was like, that's the that's spot. <laughs> the interesting thing about it is they're closed on Sundays also. Like that's a prime time for a lot of people who had their weekend off to go get their cars worked on, get their tires done, get alignments done, all that type of stuff. And they're like, no, we're not here. Sundays are off. Like that's family time. Go home, be with your family, go do your stuff. And you have a choice because there's plenty of tire shops that are open. The tire shop directly across the street from them is open on Sunday. And I won't go there. If I have that moment that I'm like, oh, I should take the car. Oh, damn it. It's Sunday. I don't sit there and go, oh, what are my other options? I just go, well, I'm taking it in on Monday <laughs> after I'm done with my work and my appointments. And that comes from value. 
And I think what we need to understand is, is that in this business, in this industry, when you don't have a lot of value to stand on, you do need to jump and run at every single moment, at every single opportunity, every single phone call. You have to jump and run because other than you being there on that spot, you don't have a whole lot of extra value around you other than you have a license that you need to have to help somebody get from point A to point B through a real estate transaction. And I know I'm being a little harsh on this, but in honesty, yeah. the more value you bring, the more people understand what your value is, freedom comes in. That's why I wanted to Matt, talk about that book for a second, because the more value you can bring, the more freedom you have to set the standards of what, how you operate, what you offer, the timeframes that you run under. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I'm taking the weekend off and my clients are totally okay with it. And I have a system to handle them when I'm not there. I'm going to go to Hawaii. I've got a gentleman that's going to Hawaii. Last time he did it, he went for a month um, or I think it was three weeks. He just kept extending out another week. His business did just fine. He crushed it. He doesn't, by the way, he does not do business in Hawaii. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> he lives in Colorado, but because of the value that he has with his clients, because of the understanding, they're totally fine and they were taken care of. And this is the other crazy freedom that this business offers us. If you provide the value and you understand and you have the discipline about how you're running it. There's so many different under tones under themes to this as well. And, you know, going back to your client um, or the person you mentioned who's working at night, like, cool, if you want to, Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that either. It's not like you have to choose like, well, I need to now fit into this little window and and not do the evening emails. Like if that's what you want to do and you're comfortable and it lights you up and you're excited about it, I personally do some work in the evenings because my, there's other businesses that I'm affiliated with and I work on and and I got to take care of some things in the evening that I don't fit in during the day. I'm comfortable with that at this point because of I can see the trajectory. It's planned. It's not like a surprise. And I think that's the big element of it is if you can handle your load in a way where it's under control, you know what's happening, even if it means you're operating at a fast pace or a busy schedule. It's when you are just kind of taking things in and reacting to things and then blaming it on everything else that creates the problem. And I think the un- the other undertone of this, speaking of your vacation person, is financial, right? A lot of people think, oh, well, I got to be there because I need that commission or I don't want to pay the referral fee. And this is another element of this business that we have to accept is you chose a full commission industry with no paid time off. So you have to create that structure for yourself. If you want to have, quote, paid time off, build it into what your projected income is so that you can go take that time off. And the cool thing is, is if you have a support system and you have some people, you can literally get paid (laughs) during your time off okay, it's not the full commission that you would have taken if you were there showing the property, writing a contract, et cetera. But what's the alternative? Never taking time off? You know what's funny though, Matt? Like, okay, so a corporation that offers you paid time off, the reason, the the way they offer that is that every single time revenue is created by the company, they take a little section of it and they stick it into an account that's the paid time off for the actual employees that they have. They build a sick day account in there saying like, hey, look, we're going to give you a certain amount of sick days. So you'll still get paid even when you're sick. And we're going to be able to take care of you and be able to support you so you don't have financial hardship because we, we value you as one of our employees. We set up all these things so that even when you get to the end of your employment, 
They go, you know what? You have actually, look at all these sick days and all these vacation days you didn't take. We're actually going to pay you on those because that was part of your salary that you didn't collect. We were holding it in an account for you so that you can actually have these days for yourself. The company does that for you. This is the crazy part about the industry that we're in as we go like, oh, well, we don't have all this stuff and we don't have it. Yes, you do. You just need to set it up for yourself. It's not that it doesn't exist. It's just somebody's not doing it for you. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to accept that. I, I That's that's the thing. You have to accept it. And man, when you accept it, relating it to Jocko's discipline equals freedom, right? You take that full on responsibility and now all of a sudden you can be in control. And this is the opportunity I see also for brokerages and team leaders and things like that, because, and I think this is going to also be something that happens in in the near future of this industry. You know, for so long, it's you're an individual, you got to build your own business and run your own business. And there hasn't been a place for the agents that just want to sell, right? Yeah. And I'm seeing some teams and brokerages kind of take care of that and and really develop what I would call the new full service opportunities. Because even the full service brokerages in the past, they're full service, but there's maybe some challenges there in terms of having the agents just be focused on selling so that they don't have to worry about the sick account or the vacation account, right? Some companies actually do set that up for you. If you want a certain amount of money, just take it out of your commission check and put somewhere. Some companies will do that for you, which is awesome. Yeah. And I see more and more of that coming so that, because it is a lot to handle yourself, but again, we must accept the life that we chose because that's the only way we're going to develop the clarity to see forward and to be able to handle the things that happen. Because there is going to be that property that hits the market at 3 a.m. and it's in your inbox when you wake up and best and finals due by 5 p.m. That's going to happen. And you're going to have to figure that out. <laughs> you can't change that. And your buyer's like, that's the property I want. All right. You're going to have to figure that out. But if you're, if you've accepted the life you chose and you've built a system around how you handle your day-to-day and everything else, you're going to be able to manage that way better than, um, you know? I think it's interesting that you brought up like that there there are some models that we're watching change out there and there are some different ways of doing this business that very smart entrepreneurs and business owners are realizing and they're like, you know what, I'm going to create a model that works for these types of people so that we can help more people get more freedom for ourselves, whatever that might look like. And I think what's really interesting is, is that it it's almost like a choose your own adventure is what you're getting the model of. You can go and you can run this all on your own and you can go do it on your own. At the same point is that you can work underneath somebody and just handle a specific part of the business. And for as much people that may go like, oh, like that's not okay. I think it's wonderful. And the reason I think it's wonderful totally okay, is because there's some really, really, really good servants out there. Heart, like they They want to take care of people. They want to show up, help a buyer, take them from that moment that they get excited about buying a property all the way to the closing table and then just be in the celebration mode with them about this house and all this stuff. And they don't want to worry about all the other stuff that comes with running this business. And they may never, ever, ever step foot and get their license as a realtor if it requires doing all the other stuff. But this role, they're brilliant at And you can bring them in as a team leader, embrace them and be like, look, I see your gift and I'm going to have you work with my buyers because you're so darn good at it. And I'll take care of all the minutiae on the backside. We do it a lot with coaching, Matt. The coaching business that we set up, 
all the coaches can go and start their own business, but all the minutia and all the, the collections and all the stuff that we have to do on the backside all the time, a lot of coaches are like, I don't want, that takes all the fun. I just want to coach people. It takes all the fun out of this coaching people and being there. It's like, it's all of a sudden it turns into this, blah. And I think that there's going to be a lot of different roles that come out of real estate here coming up. And I think it's a good thing. And we're going to see a lot of growth in a lot of areas. And um, you get to make the call on what you want this to look like and what you want to build and who you want to be in this industry. And I'm always amazed at sometimes the, I don't want this to come out wrong, but sometimes the the frustration that people have about what this industry is, and they're always on call, and this is 24-7. And then you watch somebody that over a handful of years builds a business from making $100,000 a year to you know potentially making a million dollars in one year. And you sit there and you go, yeah, it's crazy demanding sometimes. And it does wake us up in the middle of the night. And we do have to be on call for some weird things. But you are rewarded. Like this business will reward you better than any business I have ever seen for showing up and putting your heart into it. But it can also wear you out and run you through the trenches if you don't have discipline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and that goes back to what we talked about on our last episode of, you know, building some discipline and stuff like that. But I think the point here, right, Garrett, is, hey, this this is the industry. Yep. Right. And we can complain about it or we can accept it because we're in it, which is then going to allow you to build and figure out how do I want to move forward? So when you're stuck in there saying, oh my gosh, how do I handle all of this stuff? It's like, well, have you first accepted where you're at? And if you do that, great. Now we can build the path forward of what's going to work for you and figure out what systems are you willing to deploy? What are you willing to build? I mean, I love these conversations with agents that we coach, Garrett. Sometimes it's I want to have this time off and all this stuff. It's like, okay, are you willing to, if you want this level of production, but you want to work this many hours, are you willing to build this system and this system? And sometimes the answer is no, I don't really want to do that. It's like, okay, well then if we go back and say, what about the income? Do we move that a little bit or do we remove some hours over here? Like where, where do we want to make the adjustments in order to make this work? Right. And then it's, oh, okay, I choose this, 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 and this. And then now all of a sudden we have a path. So the the comment you said of accepting where you're at, I want to think about that just for a second, because a lot of people have visions of where they want to go, but they really don't take the time to figure out where they're at right now. And if you take that into like anytime you're trying to get to a destination and, and trips are like the easiest way to look at this, you know, it's easy to say, I want to go and stand on the Brooklyn Bridge. Like, I want to be there. I want to stand over the river. I want to look at the city. I want to like that. That is something I want to go do. I want to be on that Brooklyn Bridge. And then you sit there and you ask the person saying, okay, well, like, how soon do you want to be there? You know, is this something you want to do five years from now? Or is this something you want to do like tomorrow, like to go stand on the Brooklyn Bridge? And by the way, most of us, because of the world we live in, where we're standing right now, there's a very good chance by tomorrow night, we could find a way to get you to stand on the Brooklyn Bridge. There's ways of traveling there very easily. So it's an interesting thing. We have all the tools at our disposal right now to make something like that happen. The thing that we stop and we don't figure out is where are we traveling from right now? Because it totally changes the journey. If you're on the Upper East Side and your goal is to get to the Brooklyn Bridge by tomorrow night, guess what? Grab your skateboard, go for a ride. You're going to get there. You're going to be just fine. <laughs> if I'm standing here in Redding, California, 
I now have a challenge in front of me to figure out how to do this. You know, do I want to figure out a flight out of Reading? That, well, Matt, as you know, that's a big question mark. Yeah, um, <laughs> that can be an issue. <laughs> you know, is it worthwhile for me to jump into a car right now and get to San Francisco? Because the chances of me getting a flight out of San Francisco and getting me to New York within the next 24 hours is way higher. So I got three hours to drive down. I got a flight to get from San Francisco to there. Maybe it's a direct flight. What is the weather doing right now? What are other things? Like, there's so many elements that come in. But so few of us stop and figure out where we're at right now. We just know where we want to go. And it's really hard to take action and to get clarity and to see what you got to do. Because like, just as I said, I know for self, the, myself, knowing where I'm at right now and traveling to New York to the Brooklyn Bridge, the first thing that came to my mind is I'm renting a car. And it's not to drive all the way. It's just to get me to an airport that's going to allow me to achieve the goal that I want to achieve. I am never going to drive to the Reading Airport and be like, all right, first step, <laughs> try to figure out a flight out of Reading. Like, I just, like, the goal has just been removed. It, it, it's not going to happen for the most part, but I have a good shot of it if I try. So I think that this is that element of knowing where you're at right now, getting clarity around that allows you to make smart decisions to get into this business that you want to build. And I'm literally, I, I think we should call it the choose your own adventure business right now. Like, as we move forward, it's like, you can build whatever you want, any way you want to look at it, and you can have tons of freedom. Your value just has to be high enough. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, that's a great point. The choose your own adventure business. So, welcome to the real estate industry, where you can choose your own adventure, and you really can. If you accept all these things, you can build an incredible life that is comfortable. If you want to earn a lot of money, is there going to be stress? And yeah, of course there is. But if you know that's coming it's not going to be the type of stress that takes you out. Think of any other industry, Matt, that you make a lot of money in. Usually a lot of money is created by risk and reward. Yep. You look at a, a doctor, doctors get paid a lot, but the risk and reward of having a patient die on the table or being able to save their life and have them have years of, of life in front of them that they get to share with their loved ones, people go, yeah, I'm paying it. Yeah. Yep. Done. Yeah. This is, this is what we're doing. When my son had his appendix, you know, basically almost rupture, we actually didn't have insurance at the time when that happened. Then I remember we got hit with a, they're like, this is going to be expensive. And I'm like, it's not really up for discussion at the moment. Like, <laughs> take care of this kid. And so you look at those, those times of like what people get paid a lot for. My friend who owns a welding company here in town, they make ridiculous ridiculous money, ridiculous money running this welding company. And it's a fabrication shop. And you look at that and you go, why do they make that much money? It's a skill. It is something that you have to have the tools and the machinery and all the stuff and the trucks and be mobile to make that happen. And people go like, oh man, welders make so much money. Yeah, because they have, they've practiced. Well, why don't you go pick up a Pick it up and just start today, right? Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to start a welding business. It's not that easy. And then hiring the people to make sure that you've got skilled workers underneath you to make sure that you can go do all these jobs. Like it is, it is a lot of work. And I think if you look at, again, anything that you're going to get paid a lot of money for, 
There's some caveats in that in today's world where people are like, oh, YouTubers and things like that and all this stuff. But it, they're few and far between. There's a couple out there that have made a lot of money. And there's a lot of people that put in a lot of time. You also don't know what's going on behind the scenes and the effort and all the other stuff too, potentially, right? There's so much behind the scenes going on that allows somebody to be successful at that level in these types of industries. So, Matt, I think all in all, like, yes, real estate agents do get paid a lot. But again, there's a give and take to all of this stuff and you need to accept it. I, I love how you started this off with choose, like understand the business that you're getting into, understand all the moving parts about it, know where you're at right now, know where you want to go and what you want to create. You've got so many options in real estate. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like we say when you're getting into a negotiation, right? Size up the game. What type of game are we playing? Is this zero sum? Is it a win-win? What are we in? Size up the industry. You know, you know what you're getting into. Um, know what you're already in, and you're going to be able to do some incredible things based on your choices versus other people's choices. Let's say so. This is a good one, man. I mean, this is a good reminder too for those of you who are maybe getting close to that burnout or whatever it is. Like, we can we can stop that. Like, you don't have to get stuck in that rut if we just make the choices. Well, and that's a really good point. Is that you know if you're finding your, yourself in that spot. Go talk to somebody. And I'm not talking about a therapist. <laughs> Go talk to... Although that could be helpful too. That could be helpful. I, when it comes to business, like go find yourself a coach. Sit down and say, look, this is where I'm stuck at right now. And this is where I want to go and have somebody that understands be able to break that down with you and look at it from a ton of different angles and be like, have you ever thought about this? Why are you doing it this way? Is that serving you the way you thought it was going to serve you? And analyze where you're at. It's it's really helpful to have that outside perspective sometimes. So with that being said, Matt, I think we covered it. We good? I think we did. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So with that being said, I appreciate everybody who listened today. Uh, Matt and I always enjoy hearing your feedback. We've had incredible feedback lately from people saying how much they appreciate the episodes and the messages and the information that's going out. I want to say thank you so much. The handwritten cards that we're getting are incredible. The messages that we're getting on Facebook and text messages are absolutely incredible. And they mean the world to both of us because we talk about them to each other when we get them. Uh, so it really does mean a lot. If you want to learn more about Ninja Selling, go to ninjaselling.com. If you want to learn about our coaching program and the incredible coaches that we have that can help you build the business that you want to build and get to where you want to get to, we have an incredible group of highly trained people that can help you get there. If you want to go join a group of like-minded people, like we always talk about on Facebook, the Ninja Selling Podcast Facebook community is an absolute incredible place. Closing in on 15,000 people, Matt, 14,700, give or take, as we talk right now today. So love the support and all the great information in there. And, and I will say it is a self-policing community. So if you see anything in there that you're like, that shouldn't be right, let Matt and I know so we can uh, take care of stuff. I've had some weird ones lately. So uh, thanks for... Uh, the people that have pointed those out to us. I appreciate it. Other than that, man, Matt, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have an amazing day. Thank you, Garrett. Take care, everybody. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.